<laughs> Hello, know. guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And you may think that, who is this introducing the podcast? But we're not like other pod- podcasts here. <laughs> the special guest is introducing the podcast today. Hey, everyone, it's Dawson Kelly. Um, I guess I'm the special guest. I'm the third string, third person they asked. Um, a lot of cancellations, but I guess we'll just move on to introductions from the regular hosts. Hi, my name is Florian. Hi, it's Nicole. Ella. Ella Arson. Hi, it's Pepe. All right, we got a special guest, Dawson Kelly, school board member on the show. We're talking today. We're talking about alcohol and minors underage drinking. Um, this this weekend. We all went to a friend's birthday party, and I saw some kid that was, there was some kids drinking there. And I saw this one kid, um, I think he passed his limit a little bit. He just kept on drinking throughout the night. And fast forward like an hour, he's just throwing up on the pavement outside. And in the bushes, cold, he's very cold. And someone goes up and helps him. And it's just like it just like shows me like why kids would do that just kind of thing. You yeah, I helped him a little bit, and I helped him get home. I helped him up, and he fell back on the floor. And we're keeping his name anonymous for uh, obvious reasons. And I he fell on the floor when I helped him up. We walked him to the curb, got him an Uber home, and he texted me saying thank you all this stuff the next day. He's like, I got throw up on my wall like everywhere. I'm like, why would you drink when you could just stay sober, be like a good kid. So, Dawson, what is your opinion on what Giuseppe just said? Yeah, um, I think there there's a lot to dissect in Giuseppe's story, uh, especially overdoing it. I mean, I know we're all at the age where people are experimenting in life, and it's it's almost inevitable that you're going to drink alcohol at some point, whether you go off to college or not. So, I don't know if you guys agree in the importance of experimentation. or uh, Yeah, and... Like I was saying, I mean, we're at this age where a lot of people are experimenting with their lives. And I think it's important to regulate that and also foster that growth. Um, because, yeah, there's are a lot of distractions and a lot of poisons, if you will, in life. And I think it's important to control and learn how to guide that way. So with parental supervision, um, maybe this person could have been better off. Obviously, it might have been a little too young for when they're starting to experiment. But... Um, people are going to college and uh, things will happen. So I think it's important. I don't know how you guys feel about it. You, if you're anti anything, I know if you're like fully anti, like kids don't drink, you're, there's not going to be, you're not going to get the result that you want. You have to learn to foster and let them learn how to deal with these certain things. Like, I know you see a lot of religiously, they're like, you need to abstain from sex. That, that's what they preach in religion. Um, obviously that doesn't happen because people are people and they're directed to do things in certain ways. So I think that's why it's important that we're fostering positive relationships with all distractions in life. Teens who don't know their alcohol tolerance can drink too much and not be in the right state of mind. In 2019, almost two out of 100 adolescent ages, 12 to 13, hey, reported drinking alcohol in the past month and, a, and fewer than one in a hundred engaged in binge drinking. Okay guys, so we're talking about underage drinking and I I know a lot of the blame is about the actual drinking, but I think we should get into what drives people to actually drink. Like why are people feeling the need to drink so much? And that's kind of the root problem. So what do you guys think drives people to like drink more? Problems at home and stress. 
sometimes people get like nervous in social interactions and like drink to make that like helps, go like, away them up. yeah helps them get more confidence to talk to people that they normally wouldn't talk to yeah so there's like a lot of social pressure to drink i feel like so that could be like a big factor like if we want to prevent this we got to change the climate of what it is to like drink right giuseppe yeah you got to change the climate when you drink um I feel like people always get peer pressured. Like, if someone's, like, everyone around you, like, what's it called? Taking shots or something? <laughs> no. All right, so back to what we were talking about, how people get peer pressured and feel like to fit in and, like, be cool. They have to do stuff like drinking and what everyone else around them is doing because they seem to be cool when they do it. You know, they... Um, yeah, Like, this shit is a real problem in the United States, and especially in America, and people... Yeah, Yeah, I think that's an important point you bring up, especially the United States. I know the drinking age is 21 here, but it's 18 in other places. And that's like that for a reason. And, I mean, there could be one reason for that is our frontal lobes aren't fully developed until we're 25, which is our decision-making and um, cognitive thinking area of the brain. And that's, I think that's important because not only does alcohol affect your frontal lobe's development, your frontal lobe also affects your decision-making, which will affect whether or not you want to drink alcohol. So I think that's a really important factor, um, especially when we're combating underage drinking. Tens of thousands of people lose their lives every year from getting their license and kids at 16 have their license and then go to parties and then their parents want them to come home and they don't want to get in trouble, so... They drive their cars under the influence of uh, any substances. I see it with marijuana a lot around me. I see it with alcohol a lot around me. And I tell them, like, don't do it. It's unsafe. You know, like, just look at this video. Like, I lost a close friend to a car accident. It was, like, one of the worst days of my life. So, So, yeah, like, I I remember um, we used to talk about, like, at other schools back in the day, back in my mom's era, they would, like, fake drunk driving simulator whatever every week they would like choose kids from different cliques so, like the populars the geeks the nerds and they would have them like not go to school for a week and like fully pretend that they died in a drunk driving accident so like um they just like knock on the parents door and be like yeah your kid like died in a car accident um so they're not going to school for a week like we wait have to these do are like thing. real people yeah like this like actually happened like they would like like giuseppe'd like knock on his parents door they think he dies for a little then they're like no he's just coming home like we wanted that raw emotion from them what What? and then at the end of the week like they would do like tributes throughout the week and then at the end of the week they would reenact the car accident with the kids like bloody and like where where did you like crazy it was um my mom's friend who lived in the midwest back in the day and then after the car accident scene they'd do a funeral with like the parents and like everyone would have to like sit in on this funeral and it like um she was saying because their kid was drinking and driving well no it's just like to prevent people from doing it oh well i think that's a little over the top no it's scarring yeah it's scarring and 
That's traumatic. Like, but that's like, tra- imagine that's going really to traumatic. And it's then real. Like, it shows that it's real, but it could be so traumatic. No, but like, yeah. imagine if our school, but imagine if people our school did that. Like, imagine that if they were just like, okay, days. Nicole, you're gonna like, we're gonna recreate but you like driving drunk that's and just, like, getting weird. in a car. Today. Like, that's yeah, like that's, that's not weird. the right way to do that. But they said but they that they should, got I believe in that. They should, but they should. I mean, it they, does teach especially you the lesson, parent though, part. The like, parent part is messed yeah, that's up. Like, really yeah. messed like up. imagine your parents thinking you died. Actually, guys, this is a good segue. Um, if anyone listening is struggling, please seek out a trusted adult. We have a hotline number in the bio of the. <laughs> well, actually, we'll provide mental health resources. Um, yeah, please, please don't suffer in silence, guys. It's okay I- to not be okay, but it's not okay to get help. I think our school should talk more about drunk driving. I feel like I don't hear. I think so too. Yeah. I don't yeah, hear enough. None aware. of our schools even say anything about. I it. feel like they should care more about uh, kids and and drugs. Like they, I've heard multiple stories of like people being caught like in the bathroom in the same stall. They know what they're doing, and they just don't do anything. So, I think a lot of the issues with substance abuse aren't addressed at all. I think they just kind of assume that it's happening and that there's nothing you can do yeah. about it. But addiction's really a mental thing. Like, no one is addicted to nicotine or addicted to alcohol because they're just wanting to initially. Some, a lot of times, people are just coping with other things in their life. It's like a problem. Like, there's there's been like two times at the school where like two girls have OD'd at our school, mm-hmm. and like I literally saw that one of the girls that was that OD'd. Like, I I saw her that morning, like before it happened, and it was so scary. And it was like. What the heck? Yeah, it was right next to my... (laughs) Like, when do we learn? We learn about it in health, like, kind of, but nothing else. Yeah, I feel like I don't hear anything about it. I learned a lot about it in health, But I see so many drunk drivers. So many. And it's so casual to just drive high now. Like, people just drive high all the time, you know? You don't want to drink alcohol. You know why? Because you don't want to be like the losers that you see around you. The wannabes that want to be cool. They're not cool. Jewel is not cool. Nicotine is not cool. If if you kids now in high school that are doing all these things and drinking, look at them in ten years. They're gonna be bums on the street doing nothing, addicted to looking back at their life and regretting everything they did. So what do you think about the legal drinking age? I think that it should be eighteen. I think that it should be eighteen. Actually, do do I think it should be eighteen? I feel like it's like a weird, like. Thing to choo- like Wait, to choose. Well, I don't know because the U.S. does have the most drinking and driving problems. So and, and, but think- in Europe, in Europe, literally, like people will be drinking at like seventeen, sixteen. Yeah, 18. but yeah, and, like, but they they're more notice, responsible like, with their drinking. But yeah. if you like look at Americans it statistically, Europe. I feel like in Europe it's easier for you to get alcohol because people. Oh, yeah, it you is. can go to stores like, at like sixteen. Like in Paris, yeah. in Paris, like they don't card you. Yeah, um... How would you know? (laughs) 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 Like, like, I was at... Okay, for example... A friend of yours. What I mean is, like, in France, like, my... I was with my grandma and my friend, and we were at a restaurant, and my grandma was like, do you want a cocktail? And I said, no. But, like, they don't know, like, the... Like, if a 16-year-old girl from the U.S. goes to France, they look like they're 25. Like, they look... Really? 10 years older than they normally are. That's what. Yeah, so. That's like European. I don't so know. is drunk driving gonna go down if we lower the age because people? It would. Also, it would definitely go up. In, in Europe, probably. They have a yeah. different like age of driving. 
They can't it's drive like, until oh, they're 18. Yeah, you oh, can't drive until really? you're 18 in, in Europe. In Brazil, it's 18 and 18. But also, like, and you can start oh, driving actually, no, that's it. And there's a lot, a lot more, like, different transportation stuff. Yeah. That's true. They have better public transportation than us. Yeah. Depending on where you are. That's interesting. Um... Yeah. In Brazil, There's, most people don't even get their license yeah. when they turn 18. I have my friend Charlotte. I don't have mine. My friend Charlotte is yeah. 25 and she doesn't have her license yet. And she lives in in Paris. So like, you can, it's doable. So maybe the way we reduce drunk driving is transportation, not Like alcohol. Ubers in different places are a lot cheaper. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think the age that we allow alcohol to be legal is going to affect drunk driving just because people are going to get alcohol regardless of the. No, yeah, that's true. Like so it's like how we deal with transportation is gonna affect that. Yeah. Like, how do you think? What do you think about brands like kind of marketing towards children, almost in a sense? Because you have all these fruity flavors and these like kind of oh with the, the yeah they, they make fruity flavors. It's like thing. they make it's it like their way of, colorful it's their way like marketing. You're marketing it to children. Like, how is this okay? Yeah. I don't know. What's your opinion on that? Same thing with nicotine too. Yeah. Um, my opinion on that on the alcohol industry, I think that they shouldn't be marketing to children. That it's messed up that they would do that just to make money off of kids and how they're taking the taste of alcohol less. So people and children who like teenagers who like hate the taste of alcohol will want to drink those instead. Because even though it's lower percent of alcohol, it's still is alcohol and it'll still get you messed up. Yeah, when a lot of um, <laughs> companies are going for profit, it's easy for them to market to such a vulnerable community and an impressionable, impressionable community, which is minors, as we talked earlier about the frontal lobe not being as developed. We're very impressionable, impressionable <laughs> as we are aging. So I think it makes sense because of the market that they're doing this because they'll make more profit, but it's not very ethical. And I think it's important to keep these companies accountable if we want change. People so I'm calling you out truly in what else? What else? White Claw. White Claw. Uh, there's got to be other fruit Mike's things. Mike's hard. Mike's we don't drink. We don't drink, so we don't really know. But um, that's just what we've heard of the other people that Those are, are just like the main it. things. Those are the main things that other main people products. ask yeah. for or want at the, part, at the functions, if yes. you will. And now I think we're going to go to our closing segment. Um, just everyone will give their last kind of view of this topic so we can close off for the next episode. It's scary. It's real. It's real. <laughs> we have to deal with it a lot. Yeah. People are getting hurt by all these things. And for everyone our age, we think it's like normal to do so when it's in real life. Like in general, it's really not okay. Yeah, I know it's appealing, and it might be a short-term fix. That's what we, a lot of the times we crave, like, short-term something we do, and then we want to immediately feel it right away. But uh, I just want you guys to think long-term about the decisions you make, because it'll affect you in the future. Don't look for short-term gratification. Think for long-term, because it'll work out in the end. Right, Giuseppe? Yeah. <laughs> I think that long-term goals... Setting success for yourself at a young age, not giving in to peer pressure. Those are all easy ways that you can just stop and show people that you don't need to do this to fit in. And you can find other friends who do stuff that you like if you want to. 
Thanks for having me, guys. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.